Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Kevin Francis. Welcome back to Made Podcast. Made Podcast, Masters at Delivering Excellence. Hey, man, I have some amazing, amazing, amazing um, stories for you guys as we continue Made Podcast throughout the months. But we're going to get ready to introduce our guest at Made, Eric. So here we go. Let's get ready for Made Podcast. It's been a minute since we've done a podcast, been a couple of months. Uh, As you guys have seen, we have made some transitions, um, not just with Made Podcast, but in my own personal life. Uh, Recently moved to Los Angeles, making the next step in um, mastering in everything that I'm striving to do. But uh, we're here, and I'm so glad that you guys take the opportunity and the time to uh, listen to this podcast. So, right now... I got my boy Eric here. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's How up? you doing, man? I'm really good, man. How about good? yourself? Uh, better than I deserve, man. Better than <laughs> I deserve. So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself. Okay, okay. So uh, I'm Eric Rias. I'm a fitness and health and mindset coach. Mindset being the emphasis. Uh, I believe that if our mind's right, we can accomplish whatever we'd like to. Um, so that's what I do professionally, but um, I came to California uh, 2013. I'm a New York native, and, and I got sober from a heroin addiction um, in 2013. I always start with that because uh, that's the perspective in which I view life. Sure. Um, in in the recovery community, we, we're meant to practice certain things in all of our affairs, and uh, that's my life is built on a foundation of uh, spirituality, family, and being a service is my main priority. And it wasn't always that. Yeah. So I know what it's like to be on uh, the other side of that fence. My life is just way better uh, when I'm speaking to people and sure. journeying with people. Yeah. You know, uh, I remember first meeting you, I actually met you at the gym. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a, tr- a trainer. I was uh, trash at the yeah. time. Jeez. <laughs> I, was for, I was only training for about six months, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, yeah. you were a beast, dude. I think I did. I, I think, did I do a session with you? Yeah, you did. I trained I, your legs and you couldn't yeah, walk. Yeah, I couldn't walk, man. That's a bad, that's a bad, that's a bad trainer. That was a, hor- that was a horrible day. <laughs> I couldn't even drive, dude. Like, it was insane. But yeah, so you, we uh, we met in Palm Desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were going through your process of uh, being a personal trainer and stuff like that. Now... Um, when I first met you, you were uh, very back and forth, mm-hmm. um, and you know, as as all millennials, I think it's just really trying to find our identity yeah, uh, yeah. and our, through the struggle. But uh, I I want to kind of really jump into that real quickly in regards to your struggle because I know you just um, uh, just got done with a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, it's think called fit, Think set, Fit. Uh, seven Steps to Setting Intention for Your Health, Wellness, and Mindset. Yeah, and I do want to clarify that it's not, it is a 90-day... It's a 90-day inventory, I call inventory. it. Inventory, It's an inventory okay. taking, I believe, uh, I'm a firm believer of creating an inventory to uh, move momentum forward. Um, I, uh, it came from, everything I do now uh, was spawned out of a deep depression. Mm. Um, I had I couldn't leave my house, um, and I I just I couldn't do anything. I couldn't make a living. Uh, couldn't couldn't really maintain relationships. I was just my mind was attacking me. So um, at some point I was just fucking tired, dude. And I was yeah. like, you got to get to action. Um, so I started 
doing practicing these principles and and shifting my momentum mm-hmm. um, and I was like if I need this other people fucking need it like yeah. I, I'm a firm believer that I'm not special yeah. I always say that my friends are like yes you are yes. I'm <laughs> like no I'm not special if I experience something other people experience it on a varying scale right so sure. so um, so that book that's what it does uh, that's really what it supports is people who are not only struggling with substance abuse it doesn't have to be substance abuse or or depression it could be i hate my fucking job i need to shift out of something different so set small small goals um it could be your divorce is jacked up your kids are jacked up when we all know what it feels like to be stuck yeah yeah you were just uh talk you know talking to me about being stuck in in your circumstance at one point we've all experienced that like fuck man i don't know what to do and what really what you know supported me and moving forward is momentum mm-hmm. i needed something different so that book is uh, a, a daily inventory um and it's it be, it's the beginning stages of a ritual creating mm-hmm. a morning ritual every successful person yeah um, creating a routine a routine yeah. interesting so you talk about momentum and i kind of want to like um kind of stay there just for a brief minute you know i i think for myself uh making that transition moving to los angeles um the momentum that i had for myself was okay this is uh what's going to get me to where i want to be now what i was sharing with you earlier was that we spend so much time i I spent five months of uh trying to get there and i had that momentum but for for i think my question i'm trying to ask for you is how do you continue that momentum Mm. because see we only focus on okay i need to get $5,000 $5,000 to, yeah. to get that, that, that yeah, down yeah, payment yeah. on the car. So you spend five months and building that momentum and, and, and literally hustling to yeah. do what you got to do. How do you continue that momentum? Pain. Mm. Pain. Mm. For me, I've, I've been through the ringer, dude. Mm-hmm. I watched my friends die from, from, from opiate addiction. Um, I've, I've, you know, uh, de- dealing with the depression, you know, dealing with anxiety, you know, just struggling with a sex addiction, um, struggling with uh, uh, spending money too, uh, you know, too, too um, aggressively. I uh, so everything I do is motivated out of pain. As an entrepreneur, when I so you want me to hit it? No, you're good. No, as an entrepreneur, um, as I struggle uh, financially. Like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, fuck, man, I got two kids. I'm like, one of my, you know, my partner is like, she believes in me and mm-hmm. she, she sees, you know, the promise in my life. So if I'm struggling with money, I'm like, all right, you know, I get, you know, we get beat down. Some Everybody, every entrepreneur I know is like, fuck, do I keep going? <laughs> yeah. And I've been to that point and I'm like, and then, so I have one day where I'm like in the dumps and I'm struggling, but the next day, get to work. Yeah. Get to work. There's always action to take. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I equate everything to sobriety. When I got sober, you know, heroin is one of the di- most difficult things to get off of. Mm. More people die than not um, mm-hmm. from a heroin addiction. But I want desperately wanted something different. Yeah. And every, someone said, go to meetings every day. And mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. Someone said, here, do these steps. And I did that. Mm-hmm. Someone said, you know, you know, be of service. And I did that. And that's the same thing with fitness coaching and mindset coaching. It's like, how badly do you want it? The people yeah. I want to experience, are you in enough pain? And if you're not mm-hmm. in enough pain, it don't work. Yeah. So, it, so if you're, are, are, are you? I think you know what I what I receive from it is that are you tired of being sick and tired? Exactly. You know what I mean? Are you at a point where you're just just fucking tired of doing the not even just the same routine, but like dealing with the same? It, it, to me, it, it was like this. I would put on so many fucking masks mm-hmm. day after day, trying to 
to, to do everything that I would come home and I'm exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm exhausted from, you know, and it, it hit me to that point. <clears throat> and for myself personally, um, you know, I, I, I came out to my church. That's um, huge. Congratulations. That's thank so, you. Appreciate I'm so happy. That. That's, yeah. That's, a, I think, bigger than, uh, you know, people here, people coming out. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's a huge deal it because really you is. get to be your fucking self. Yeah. And that's, that dude, that's the freedom is being yourself and being unapologetically eccentric or who you yeah. are. So that's, that's a huge transition yeah. that I think people don't give enough credit to. So and, congratulations. And they don't. Thank you very much. Um, you know, I, I think, <laughs> um, it, I was, it's funny because I was talking to a friend and it was like, you know, gay men constantly come out all the time, Yeah. but not just coming out with their sexuality, but coming out to, you know, dealing with being a gay Christian or mm-hmm. being a great a, a gay Muslim or yeah, whatever yeah. all these aspects were constantly coming out of, of things. But I think that for me personally, I had to grow from that because I was like, look, uh, I would I, I left one church, went to another church, and was in the process of of you know pouring all of my my heart and soul into it. And really, really, um, like, okay, God, like, this is I, this is not me. This is not who I am. So I'm just going to continue to do what I'm called to do for you. Yeah. Started dating a girl. You know, Man, we had a great relationship. That's dark, dude. It was hard, yeah. but I'm going home crying, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah. what are you doing to this person? Yeah. You know, what are you doing to yourself? What are you doing to all these other people that are looking to you, um you know as a leader looking to you as Kevin they see Kevin but they don't see the Kevin that goes home and is fucking confused about what the fuck he's doing you know there has been a point in time in my life where I've thought about committing suicide you know never attempted it because then I think to myself well who's gonna fucking pay for my funeral like all those things started like okay so maybe I shouldn't but you know I, I, I think about that pain I think about you know that that period in my life where it, it happened one time then it happened again and and I and I for some reason I, I just got back from Israel and I'm like wait a minute do you are you I started to see the patterns of like holy shit like what the fuck am I doing mm-hmm. I'm continuing to do this and I never I never in my life wanted to be a church hopper yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my grandmother always talked about that. Don't be a church hopper. You know, stay in one church and and serve. <laughs> but serve, who serve. cares? But dude? who cares? Because if if the if, you know, it's like Ecclesiastes talks about seasons. Maybe you're only there for a season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you're only there for a certain period of time. Maybe they're they're there to to grow you. Maybe they're there to break you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in that moment, I, I I came back to that point where I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I need to do something better with my life I can sit here and do everything on social media and sing and, and do all this but that's not satisfying me yeah so I, I really do I enjoy that because it, it, it I think it is the pain that keeps us from um, continuing what I do and I, I call it um, the the success comes from the struggle uh-huh. you know um, or the struggle comes from one or the other yeah you know is understanding that you know you've been through so much but look at you now you know what I mean like I never thought that I would be chilling up in in Los Angeles working at one of the top hotels in the world you know what I mean or being able to live with my best friend or or all these other things so I really 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 do see the um 
what you mean by that when it comes to um, it's it's the pain that content mm-hmm. that keeps you going and, and continuing that. Now, when you um, you know, kind of going back to to where you were, you know, so it, it it's pain, but for those people that don't quite understand pain, mm-hmm. because we can look at look at it and be like well this is just what it is what it is yeah complacency you know it's complacency it's it's a mindset so i think what my question is for you is for people that may be listening to this podcast and they're like okay wait a minute maybe i do have more maybe i can do more what would you what would you you know um tell them what would you suggest i often you know say on on my podcast that uh it's um i wish you can bottle it up i wish Mm. you can bottle you know desperation up um but really my job is to you know articulate that for people and i have them articulate it when i'm on a call with someone and they're struggling with uh with whatever they're struggling with uh, because i work with you know people's diet and exercise Mm -hmm more comes up emotionally about their diet mm. than they you know than mm-hmm. they knew and I always preface that with people like hey about 10 12 you know 16 days in something's gonna come up for you yeah because food and drugs are the same thing yeah um, and what I have people do is I have them truly articulate that and talk about how it's affecting you emotionally spiritually or or cognitively and how it's affecting you socially and really finding that pain mm-hmm. and searching for it it's not my job to shame. Mm-hmm. ever but mm-hmm. shame is necessary sure shame you know every emotion is necessary mm-hmm. we're not meant to god wouldn't have give us given us those if we mm-hmm. didn't need them so it's it's you know you know talk, uh, talking to that shame that guilt that remorse and really you know bringing it up for people yeah and helping them find their pain um because i always say to them what's your alternative mm-hmm. you're going to be at this job for another 20 years and kick your dog when you come home. You don't know what you're mad at. You don't know what you're <laughs> mad you're at. Just like, but you the... fucking hate your life. Yeah, and, you, yeah. and and so many people. I know people who are gonna die that way. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them, Do you wanna? Do you wanna die that way? Do mm-hmm. you wanna end up that way? And what's the alternative? I'm very harsh. Mm-hmm. I'm very real with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's not my job to to placate or to to nurture in you know um, you know people's sensitivity. My job is to tell you what is good. What yeah. this is what it is. These are your options. I know statistically when it comes to diet and exercise what are the results of not you know not shifting yeah um and when i you know help help people articulate that um when i can convey that clearly um sometimes sometimes it hits but sometimes it doesn't and again i always equate things to substance abuse um some people change some people never change Mm. and that's that's a bummer, dude. Mm-hmm. But that's the way it is. Yeah. You know, we all know people who are going to die overweight. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, um, and they, we all know people who are going to die at a job, doing a job they hate. Yeah. Most people. Yeah. You know, people are, I, I know people are going to die from substance abuse. Mm-hmm. And actually losing friends, as young as I did, taught me that. Some people, some people are never going to make it. But that keeps me empowered because I, me and my people, we ain't supposed to be here. Yeah, and we're just happy to fucking yeah. be alive. Yeah. So that that energy permeates into everything I do. So now you talked about friends, and you know from from where I've seen you, you know, and I haven't seen you in years, dude. Yeah, like yeah, it's been a while. it just randomly just. Um, I think I was on social media. I think I was on Yoshi's social media yeah, site, yeah. and he posted something. I'm like, wait a minute, like, dude, I totally forgot that. Like, yeah. I knew that you moved to San Diego, and. Um, I, I knew that your girl got pregnant and you guys were yeah, having yeah. a baby and, and all this other stuff, but it just, life got in the way of things. Yeah. 
Um, so when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, like, dude, like, he's killing it. Like, you're, you tell me writing your book and, and doing that. My question for you is when you started making the transition in your life, um, how was the relationship with your friends that were continuing yeah. to do the same thing yeah, yeah. and then you kind of stepping back and looking at your own life and, and saying like okay what am I doing wrong how can I fix it and yeah. making those right steps um, are those friends still there? Yeah, absolutely. I have beautiful friends mm. who they love me for who I am mm-hmm. but they love me for being crazy too sure. and, and they they just watched me wreck my life. Yeah. <laughs> they watched yeah. me. And you know what they did? They loved on me no matter what. Yeah. And they said, Eric, uh, we believe in you. Um, and they hung out with me even when I was, you know, you know, negative. I was cancer at a point. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we're going to hang out with you anyway. We're going to love on you anyway. Um, and those friends are now my team. Um, you know, so so it's hard to find those friends. Sure. You know, um, there's very few people from my addiction that I'm still close to mm-hmm. um, because they saw me. They saw me in a, a an even even worse way. But the friends that I have now that are the team, they're my uh, they're my peers. They that we work together. We have common goals. Um, those people watch me struggle. They watch yeah. me struggle, and you know, um, they it really and it's tough. It's tough because this is a, a it's not a a typical approach but they let me dig my hole yeah they let me dig my hole and loved on me anyway but you know i think i think that was the most beautiful thing is that sometimes you have to dig your own grave to realize Absolutely. okay am i gonna die or am i gonna take those six steps because yeah. they bury you six feet six feet yeah, under. yeah yeah okay so are you gonna take those six steps to get to you know to be alive again yeah. you know i think for myself um you know like when 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 change begins to take place in your life um or personally from my life you start seeing your friends change and shift and do certain things that you're like i've never seen you do that before or people in the church or you know they're not calling you like they used to or they're not they're not commenting on you know your things anymore because of change yeah you know and i think for of course no one likes change but you know i i I personally from personal experience change has been good to me Mm -hmm. you know um it's been lonely yeah but i i thank god for the for you know people that i have met that are still calling hey how you doing hey do you want to go out to coffee or do you want to do this and this um did you see a change in your friends? Oh, only one. Interesting. Only one um, because our values just were so different. In my sex addiction, I was running around. And mm. my, some of my people some of my people were just like, this is not who I want to be. Yeah. Which I, I would resented while I was still in that. Mm-hmm. I resented it. But now I 100% get it. Yeah. Um, because we want our friends to align with our values. Yeah. Um, and he was early in, earlier in his recovery. He didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't get you know what was going on um but uh i watched my i i didn't watch my friends change the the ones who were still riding with me Mm -hmm. um 
they they distance themselves a little bit, okay. um, which is healthy for them. But I didn't watch them change. As they, I'm lucky, I'm lucky. I have dope fiend friends mm-hmm. who are sober now mm-hmm. because we know what it's like. Yeah, we know what it's like, and yeah. and they all say there's a saying in our community: we're not all well as once. Mm-hmm. And for me, I always say it's 20 miles into the forest, 20 miles out. I was on my pilgrimage. Yeah. I had to, you know, when I got sober. Um, I used everything else to be my God. I believed in God, but I used women as my God. So I used yeah. the gym as my God. Yeah. I used money as my God. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't fucking work, dude. It's a yeah. bummer. It's a bummer because <laughs> it would be nice if that worked. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I'm happy I figured that out young. Um, but my friends watched me go through that process. Sure. And they let me get desperate. And then when it was time to meditate and be grow spiritually, um, that's the life. That, that I was ready to build my foundation on that. Um, I was ready for that, and and my, yeah, my friends supported me no matter what, and they knew I was going to come out of the other side. Mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate to have people who truly believe in me yeah. and have tell and tell me, Eric, you're doing something, and we, we believe in what you do. My my partner, man, my partner is a a writer, and mm-hmm. she. She she also sees a promise in my life yeah. and and you know they ne- she never left me and mm-hmm. and I have a foundation I have I have a rock to build my life on that's my personal relationships in the book I talk about how we nurture in a personal relationship today mm. you know people we forget about that are we actually having dinner with our family mm. are we actually there you know me with people um, you know a, a friend from work are we actually nurturing that um, because we're cooperative human beings we're, yeah. we're we live in a society where it's very individual where I'm an individual I'm a snowflake yeah. hey anthropologically and, and in nature we are not individuals mm-hmm. we're as hunter and hunter gatherers we live in mobs they used yeah. to in, in uh, the aboriginal people they call them mobs you mm-hmm. know and we live in small mobs of 125 people that we're cooperative mm-hmm. we're not this individual you know we're not individuals so you know having that tribe of people who even when you're acting crazy they're like all right man i love you no matter what i have a friend of mine right now um she's in a a, a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. and i could be that friend that says you need to do this you need to do that but everyone needs to pilgrim you go to their pilgrimage everyone has to yeah you know and either you make it out or you don't and you know you pray for the people who don't make it out um but that's the way it's not my we can't save each other. Mm-hmm. I can only support you. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, which is a harsh way to view it. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to believe like, like you know, you know, I can save this person, but you, you truly can't. God, that, dude, that's so good. Because I, I feel like we do that in the church so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me, let me, let me, let me pray for you. Let me, you know, let it pray for <laughs> uh, um, one of my really big mentors, uh, uh, Brian Belechi, Rabbi Rabbi Brian, yeah, uh, and he says it so well. He says, "Let's not pray on people; let's pray for people." Yeah, we're so quick to, oh Lord, you know, they over here shacking up again, Lord. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like you always calling out, um, and you're calling out their their faults in the prayer yeah. instead of speaking life in that prayer. Yeah. You know, I've always understood that prayer is asking, meditation is receiving. Yep. Yep. So when you're when I'm in prayer, I, I know that I'm asking, like, you know, Lord, I, I pray for Eric. I, I pray, God, that you give him stability. God, let him travel. Let him because that's me speaking life. And then when I'm in my meditation time, I know that you're God's listening. gonna Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna receive something from that. Yeah. You're gonna receive something from that because yep. you've taken the time to sit in the presence of of the universe, of the of God, of of whoever that you pray to at night or or meditate to 
to receive that source, mm-hmm. that food. You know, it's like I'm trying to gain weight. Yeah. And I, um, you know, it, it's really hard for me to gain weight because I can eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and it just nothing happens. But my thing is, I'm still getting something from that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we, 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 church today and people today want a cooking, like a real quick. Everybody you know, wants microwave yeah, shit. Yeah, microwave shit to crazy. the point where it's like, you can't. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not possible. No, I'll take that back. It is possible, but it's not going to be long term. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't use a. I don't use a fucking microwave. Mm-hmm. Like I just can't. I just prefer to have my shit yeah, cooked on the too. stove, old fashioned. Like that's just me. My grandmama raised me that way. Um, so my thing is, I want. I like the process of cooking. Yeah. I like to cut my shit. I like yeah. to clean as I go. I like to make sure that my eggs are perfectly cooked yeah. because I'm not going <laughs> to sit there and you know what I mean so through that process it is waiting it is being patient in that and I look at my prayer life like that I look mm-hmm. at my meditation life like that a lot of people see well oh, you know when they hear the word meditation for Christians are like well that doesn't that's go not, together that's nonsense and it's and it's like wait a minute are you reading the same bible yeah. that you know that I'm reading that's because dogma that's yeah, religion because it says to meditate yeah. in the word Mm-hmm. So to me, if you're not, you know, doing that, it, it, it's like, what are you doing? Something, something else that I kind of want to talk to you about, you know, you're talking about your friends and, you know, I believe that, um, I, I think you called it your, your team, yeah, um, team. your team. And I love that because I remember a long time ago, uh, pastor Obed used to, used to say, uh, who's on your team, who's on mm-hmm. your bench. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that kind of reminds me of a motivational speaker. Don't remember the name, um, but he says you need to. There, you need to have four people in your life. You need to have a coach. You need to have a teacher. You need to have a cheerleader. You need to have a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I begin to look at my circle and like, okay, who's my motivator? Mm-hmm. Who's motivating me? You know, uh, who's 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 my cheerleader? Mm-hmm. Who's who's coaching me to do what I need to do? Mm-hmm. And. I started looking around and being like, you know what? I love you, but I've reached a capacity. I've reached a capacity that you cannot, you're not in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And and yeah, you were lucky to have those friends, but I had to look back and being like, okay, well, I'm calling you my best friend. I'm calling you my best friend. <laughs> I'm doing all this other stuff. Yeah. And I'm literally taking so much time to make sure that you guys are cool. But at the end of the day, I'm not finding that coming back yeah 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 so um for those for those people that um you know that that has a great support team is awesome and and i think that's great but for my question for you is for those that you know are still caught in that Mm -hmm. um how would you suggest as you know, being a, a mindset coach, mm-hmm. and I and I and I love that because I was thinking about that earlier today. Because I've never, I've 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 understood it, you know, because you have a you have a life coach, you have a spiritual coach, you have a mindset coach, mm-hmm. but in for people that are stuck in that same consistent of, well, you know, I just they're just my friends. That's just you know, mm-hmm. what I, that's just what I do. Um, how do they get out of that? Um. It's it's what are you what are you trying to nurture? Mm. It's it, if they're not if it's not serving you, if it's not serving you, you know my job as a as a coach is to shift, mm-hmm. is to help shift and 
and realign and shift. That's a lot of times what we're doing is people veer off this way, and my job is to uh, be a, a, a foundation for them as well that, that's going to uh, be the lighthouse where they're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is the way I got to go. Um, and if, you know, again, it's, it's, if it's not serving you, if it's not working for you, if, that, if this friend, if it's not reciprocated, that energy's not reciprocated, then should you be, should you be nurturing that? And it's, you know, mindset and, and shifting the cognitive, the cognitive approach. Um, and a lot of people, they don't have someone who's doing that. Yeah. They have people who are yes men, or they have, or they're uh, uh, a servant to their friends. They're they're saying they're not, they're not being fed by their friends. They're mm-hmm. they're only feeding. Um, that's when I come in and say, hey, is this serving you? And I'm call people on their bullshit. Yeah, you know, I someone 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 has, has to. to someone yeah. has to yeah. Um, and so that that's where, where I, the role I would play in that in that spot is 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 it serving you? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, you know, I, I you do, you don't pay me. To, to lie to you mm-hmm. and if that's what you want hey, yeah I'm not for you yeah yeah go you find know. someone else um, but but that's uh that that's really what I do is I'm shifting uh, that that cognitive distortion like like is it is it serving you people, yeah people have a hard time with that man. they really do um, I'm gonna kind of swing it another way and and kind of I want to go back to um you know made you know stands for masters that deliver in excellence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've overcame so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to talk a little bit more about you being an entrepreneur, hey. um, how you got started on that. Um, but real quickly, I want to do a shout out um, for your Instagram post. I mean, your Instagram page and also your podcast. So if you could kind of give us a little yeah, bit of so, that. Yeah, um, so it's Eric underscore underscore big mood coach um big mood is is the umbrella and and under big mood i had launched my book it's everything personal development i have both my podcast heart over hearts over everything uh hearts and minds collective hearts over everything is you know my friends and i we're just you know my boy is a latino mexican uh, mexican descent my boy is a syrian a syrian jew my homegirl is a korean lesbian and i'm a uh, african-american and these are my best friends we didn't yeah. we didn't join like voltron we uh <laughs> We, these are my people yeah. so I was like dude we have these crazy ass conversations yeah. and we, we make these inappropriate jokes and we're just you know but we're all intellectuals I yeah. believe um, so let's just have these conversations from all these perspectives so that's mm-hmm. Hearts Over Everything we drop that every week uh, and Hearts and Minds Collective I, record, I, I took a break recording that for a little bit uh, to realign uh, align myself um, mm-hmm. and to to focus on what my what my purpose and what I wanted to do with that, uh, but we, re- we actually recorded that last night, and we had a meditation coach on who is far out there, wow. far out there. Yeah. But I go to I'm, I go to a Christian church. I'm part of a religious institution. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my co-host Benny, he's part. He's the worship leader at his church. Oh wow! But, but I don't care how people get spirituality. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Just get it. Yeah. Just get something yeah. else. And my boy Benny says we're we're all gonna have to ask that question at some point in our lives. And it doesn't have to be Christianity or Buddhism or Taoism or Islam or Judaism. It doesn't have to be. But understanding, I don't know who God is, but I'm not it. Yeah. So so having her on there yesterday was dope. That'll drop later this week as well. Next week I have an MFT coming on. I have a ontological life coach coming on after that. I have a movement coach coming on. Wow. And these are people. These are these are the people who are really changing people's lives more than getting shredded on Instagram. Yeah. I have some of those people who are coming on as mm-hmm. well. But I'm talking. I, I'm I'm in, uh, interviewing and, and connecting with people who are really shifting. Yeah. And they may not have a ton of followers on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't you know equate the uh, Instagram. 
Instagram followers does the not that they're they, yeah it doesn't yeah. Have, and honestly it boots they're boots on the ground they're mm-hmm. changing the world so mm-hmm. so that's Hearts and Minds Collective um we we're doing a ton of other things we're starting a networking group we're gonna have that once a month here in San Diego cool. we're doing everything personal development yeah. um as an entrepreneur my job is to connect and empower and affirm mm-hmm. you know instead of you know I don't pray for people I affirm people um, oh, instead so of validating good. people Val- so you know th- what I didn't know and what I I'm, I'm on this super hard validation is permission mm-hmm. i don't i don't give validation i yeah. affirm and what affirmation is it's the acknowledgement of existence i don't know your experience but i know it's fucking true it's true for you so that's what i do with my team i say i don't know i, I may not know exactly what you're going through but i believe it exists for you and that's my job uh, with everybody on my team my partner my children i may not get why my kids are doing crazy shit but i believe i believe that's that's their experience yeah and as a father, and as a, as an entrepreneur, as a coach, it's my job to affirm. So yeah. that so that that's what uh you know that's where my uh, entrepreneurial spirit comes from is to affirm the people around me. I'm only I'm good at what I'm good at. My yeah. job is not to be great at everything. Yeah. My job is to find the people who are good at it and and pour into them. And yeah. That's and that's what entrepreneur uh, yeah. entrepreneurship is to me. So now, um, you you got so when you first moved. You've been here five years. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been in California five years. Five yeah. years. Okay. Um, now, when you when you guys moved to LA, or excuse me, San Diego, um, were you working? Were you still continuing doing? Uh, so the the process I took, and and it's very interesting. Uh, I believe that desperation uh, breeds ingenuity. That's mm-hmm. another another you know favorite quote of mine. Um, because I, I came out here and I worked in a gym and, and I was on psychotropic medication for my depression. I had no other options and, and I stopped taking one of my medications. I started, you know, losing track of reality, you know, mm-hmm. like which happens. And, uh, you know, I support, you know, Western medicine as well as, you know, alternative medicines. But that's what I was, that's the path I was on at that time. And I was like, I'm doing good. I'm going to stop taking this shit. And my life started to unravel. Interesting. And, and I lost that job. And through, through, after losing that job, I, I said I have to go on my own because a, an employer he doesn't give a fuck if you're not doing good. Yeah, nope. your job is to clock in, and if you're not doing good, they can't legally do it. But they're like, dude, if you're not if you're not aligned with us, you can't. We can't rely on you. You gotta go. So I was, you know, then forced to. I gotta figure this out on my own. Yeah. Um, so for the past two and a half years, I've been doing it on my own. Started out with just personal training, mm-hmm. which wasn't feeding me anymore. I was mm-hmm. resenting that job, mm-hmm. and I, what I realized was um, people. You know, there's no shortage of fitness resources. Everyone's an influencer. You can buy a meal plan on bodybuilding.com. You can join any gym. I was personal training people. A lot of, you know, I'm the people, my community, the people I was working with, the people who are done, who wanted to really shift. Um, I was training them twice a week, three times a week. But what about the other 23 hours? Yeah. Um, and that's where I shifted to, to coaching. was like, hey, I'm going to support you. Some people text me every day. Some people, and if that's what they need, I provide all of the resources mm-hmm. they need to succeed. Um, so I forgot what your original question was. I went on a tangent. Oh, no, you're good, dude. It, it was, um, so my question was, it, you actually answered it. So when you, when, so you, so when you got here to San Diego, you're like, okay, fuck it. Like, I can't, I can't work yeah. for yeah. corporate. I can't do it anymore. I want to work for myself. Mm-hmm. So something that I like, even for me personally, like I still work for the man. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I think for a lot of listeners, it's like, okay, I think they're scared because they're like, okay, I'm going to do this shit by myself, and yeah, like, where's yeah. my money going to come from? Where's the income? It's scary. It's it terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. But I feel like if you're not making, if, you, if you're not willing to jump mm-hmm. for it, 
then you'll never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'll fail, but you know, the only thing you can do is get back up. Yeah. And I, I, I really, really feel like we kind of forget a lot of those things. Is that yeah? If you do fail, which you're going, we all do, you're going to. You you're going to. to. You have to. Do. Yeah. But dude, Steve Jobs was he got kicked out of his company. Mm-hmm. He built computers in a in a garage. He failed. Mm-hmm. He failed. Every successful person I know yeah. has failed. You know, my, my parents weren't broke when we were getting younger. They're they're highly successful. But I remember our gas got shut off. I yeah. remember you know that that happened. But where are my parents now? Mm-hmm. Crushing it. Mm-hmm. I, everybody I know struggles, and we do live in a microwave culture. Yeah. Where just because this person gets famous on Instagram mm-hmm. or YouTube, that's what success is. No. Everyone is supposed to struggle, and that's how I view it. Yeah, I view it like, hey, this, and I tell my girl because you know she's like, whoa, whoa, what are you gonna do? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, babe, we're supposed to be broke in our twenties. Yeah, I don't know what people fucking think. Yeah, well, you're not supposed every all throughout history. Yeah. We, people struggle in their twenties, struggle with who they want to be, mm-hmm. struggle and have shitty relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, struggle with their you know who they want to be career wise. Um, so I don't, I don't, you know, discount that. I don't believe I'm supposed to be. You know, blowing the fuck up right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, who do I think I am? Yeah. I just, yeah. I need to pilgrimage. Yeah. You know, and and the, the people I look up to, mm-hmm. they did that. Yeah. They struggled. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So so that's I think that that's a necessity, man. The struggle the struggle is gold, man. It is. Yeah. And you know, they they to me like my my the my failures were, you know, going through the whole transition of you know, with the church and, and being gay and all the other stuff. And it was hard. But um, as me being an entrepreneur and striving to be a spiritual coach and making those steps and wanting to do public speaking and specializing in certain areas that I want to talk about, um, my thing was, how do I get started? Mm-hmm. You know, um, how did you get started um, stepping into that as an entrepreneur, you know, with... Um, Yes, you you were doing you were doing uh, health and and uh, wellness. Yeah. Um, but how did you, how did you do that? Did you just you know just? I just went out on my own. Interesting. I just and I and I got my ass kicked and mm. I lost a lot. Mm. I, I I took a lot of L's mm-hmm. um, and I was broke mm-hmm. and I still struggle. Like, for, how am I going to find clients? That's the work. The job I do. That's not the work. Mm-hmm. The work is how do you you know work in your Continue business? How do you building. build your business? Mm-hmm. Um, so in the first the first you know year I just got my ass kicked. Mm-hmm. I just took a lot of L's. Um, and some people don't do it that way, but I didn't. I wasn't in a position to have a mentor. I wasn't in mm-hmm. that position emotionally. Mm-hmm. So I just you know just took a lot of L's and 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 took a lot of risks and it taught me. It taught mm-hmm. me exactly what not to do. It taught me things that I wanted to nurture, um, and it made me a stronger person. It made me have more drive. Mm-hmm. It just made me, you know, think bigger. It made me be more creative. Yeah. It, it 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 challenged me and it forced me to to you know grow as a human being. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I look up to a lot of stand up comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, that's those are the people who I watch because I'm like. Stand-up comedians stay shitty as a comedian for a decade. Yeah. You know, every, you know, Joe Rogan, yeah. Dave Chappelle, these, yeah. they, they were hacky and they were yeah. shitty. And that's what I, that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people, you know, work other jobs when they're doing open mics. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm doing. I'm doing, I was doing open mics. Mm-hmm. I was doing open mics. I was writing shitty jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, you know, you know, my ethics weren't great. My values weren't great. Yeah. And that's what I did. And, yeah. and I see those people. I'm like, but 
you know, the, my favorite comedians, they popped off in their 30s. Yeah. So I believe my 20s is to, my time to write shitty jokes yeah. and be hacky. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. Now, yeah. that, well, that's what I'm, now I'm popping off, which mm-hmm. is dope, you know. Yeah. Um, but I put the works, the, the time of being a hack, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, it was necessary for me. And so when I got started, I just jumped in and failed. Yeah. And, and see, and I, I want to kind of like just kind of really put that out there, you guys, is that, you know, I didn't wake up one morning, you know, okay, so I, my field is ministry and music, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I had to sing for free. I had to yeah. sing for, you know, uh, auditions and do all those things. And I saw uh, you sing for free at the Spiritual Center in 2014. At the Center for Spiritual Living? I saw, that's Get where I saw you. Here, I saw, that's where I first saw you. Wow. And I met you later at, at, at the church. Yeah. Wow. So I've seen you do the open mic. That's I've insane. Seen you do it. Wow. Yeah. I love the Center for Spiritual Living in Palm Desert, uh, Reverend Joe. Um, yeah. Like, it, 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 it didn't pop off to me until I was, like, 13. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I did, a t- I did a TV show to third place, was touring and all that other stuff. Um, and it was a struggle, dude. Mm-hmm. N- even now, trying to do, you know... Being in an organization such as the larger ministries that that I've been under, um, you know, they have they have the support, they have the means, mm-hmm. they have the congregation, and me, I'm like, okay, God, like I want to be, you know, an openly gay Christian, a gay pastor, you know, and I want to be able to, you know, speak to my community. Yeah, that, I love that, man. You know what I, I mean? I love that. And, but, you know, the interesting, and here, and here is what got to me. God was like, what if the church did accept gay people? Would they come? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, well, think about it. Yeah. You know, and, and, but, but see, for me, I asked, I asked a random person, I said, hey, can I ask you a question? I said, hey, you know what? I'm a gay Christian, I love Jesus, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, hey, if the Christian church today actually said, okay, we're going to be affirming, would you come? She said, no. Wow. And I asked her, I asked her why. She said, because I've reached a point where me trying so long, this is, this, and the the reason why I'm saying this is because I want to share with everyone that like, if we don't do something about it, it's not God's fault. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's our, it's ours yeah. because we have gotten so religious, mm-hmm. so um, you know, just straight edge, and, and and you know, you read the Bible, it tells you that you can't lay with another woman when she's on her motorcycle. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. But you focus on this one thing. Yeah. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm never the type of person that's going to debate with a pastor. What no. you believe is what you believe. Yeah. yeah. But in my case, it's like, okay, you know what, God? <laughs> I'm going against everything that, that they taught me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm sitting, I'm literally, I was sitting in my room the other day. I'm like, okay, God, like, I'm, I'm going to do this because my mentor, uh, uh, was like okay well why aren't why aren't you fucking doing it yeah like what's stopping you yeah. well and I, and I gave him a couple excuses he was like that's 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 not an excuse he says yes you you may want perfection but you'll never have perfection mm-hmm. you want your instagram picture to look this way and your videos to look this way fuck that kevin do it go out there let people know what you're doing let people know how you're starting and and in that moment 
I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, God, I'm going everything, every, I'm going against everything that they've taught me. But he said, but you're, but I'm now at a point where <laughs> it was literally just the spirit of God was like, yeah, that's what they taught you. Mm-hmm. But what am I teaching you? Yeah. When I went to Israel, I wrote everything down, put it in the wall, prayed. And everything that God has been taught, have, has taught me has been everything on blind faith. Mm-hmm. If we don't have the faith, not just in ourselves, but in your higher power, mm-hmm. you'll never be able to make it. Now, I, I, I look at my my um, my failures as, as like, okay, that's great. Cool, it didn't yeah. work that way, so let me try it this way. Because mm-hmm. I learned from that. But I can no longer sit back and... and and, and be like, oh, well, this is what they've taught me and this is what I have to do and this is how I have to do it. And, and I look and I look at the story of Jesus and I'm like, he went against the Jews. Mm-hmm. You know what you I mean? That he was over, he like, was overwhelmed, yeah, to say the least. Like, he, this, 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 can you imagine that? Yeah. Like, if, like, if I was, a, and, and that's pretty much how I look at it. It's yeah. like Jesus again, like went against the Jews. The, you know, they, 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 they did all this stuff to him and... But he still loved them. Mm-hmm. He still did what he had to do, and I and I, and that right there, dude. That's such a word, right there. That's the God I believe in. Yeah, all that other yeah. faithful shit. Yeah, you miss me with all that, bro. You you, you lose you, me. Yeah, it's about you know? if it's about loving on people, no matter what. Yeah, you know, I that that's what I want to live my life like that. Sure. I sure. And I try to treat my friends like that who are acting up because that's what they do for me. Mm-hmm. My friends look at me and say, I don't give a fuck about what you're doing. I love you anyway. Yeah. And 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 that's how I can, you know, because I didn't always um, I didn't always truly understand my belief in God. But I conceptualized God before I, you know, started before I had a face to put on God. I said, you know, God is love to me. Mm-hmm. God is love to me. Um, and 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 that is that's all I wanted to be about. Yeah. That's all I wanted to be about, and that's why I believe if you're preaching, mm-hmm. if you're speaking about love, mm-hmm. people are gonna come. Yeah, people yeah. are gonna come because people, and I'll say this: mm-hmm. people hate religion. People yeah. who are atheists, they hate it yeah. because of what you experience. Yeah, and if you're speaking something different, mm-hmm. if you're speaking like, "Hey, I don't care how you come in here," truly, I don't care if you're have a baby out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if you're you know LGBT. I mm-hmm. don't care, but we just want to love on you. Yeah. People will come because yeah. that matters to people yeah. more than. Yeah. Then religion matters to yeah. people, especially people now. Yeah, you know, you know. I look at um, I, uh, uh, um, I heard a gentleman tell me one day. He was like, you know, Kevin. The reason why I don't go, I don't go to church, is because church has become a social scene. Mm-hmm. And anyway, but kind of going back to <laughs> going back to um, you know what we what we were discussing is being an entrepreneur. For myself, you know, oh, you're good, dude. Um, me being an entrepreneur. That is something that you have to go against what you've been taught. Everything your body tells you, everything, everything your mind, everything. self. We have, we want to we want to preserve our life. Yeah. But entrepreneur, uh, being an entrepreneur, it's like, yo, like, <laughs> do I want? I want security. Yeah. You know. But again, it turns out you want security. How hard do you want to work? Exactly. You want you want you want consistent um, income. How how hard do you want to work? Yeah. You it's that's the difference I think between. An entrepreneur and people who who work a regular job and wanna mm-hmm. you know they want security. If I want security, I gotta work hard to get it. Yeah, I gotta I yeah. gotta wake up at five a.m. and get it. Yeah, um, you know that's you know it's it's against our natural inclination. You mm-hmm. know we you, you gotta be a little crazy, but that's that's why I love comedy mm-hmm. because 
people get on stage and people are going to boo you. Mm-hmm. But you get up on stage the next day, yep. and, and that's what I'm doing. doing. I got, yeah. I've had clients who were like, "I don't like working with you," and I'm like, "Fuck, dude!" You know, <laughs> it, it hurts. But yeah. you, okay, you say, "All right, that's cool. I'm gonna take that feedback." And now, with every client I work with, mm-hmm. I say, "What did you like about tra- working with me?" And what did you not like? Mm-hmm. Because now I heard that feedback, and I said, "Okay, I'm gonna change that." Every client I work with, how else can I support? That's part of my. Every time I get on the phone with a client. They go through, we go through our process, and I say, how else can I serve you? Mm-hmm. But I learned that from getting booed off stage. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, oh, man, it's tough. It's a, a, it really there's is. a lot of pills to swallow. Yeah. And I, not everybody wants to sign up for that. And I, sometimes, you know, I, tell, I make this, I say this all the time, it may be easier to put on some slacks and sell insurance, man. But then, you know what, 20 years from now, I'm going to be like, fuck, dude. You know, and then before you know it, I'm that dude kicking his dog yep. because I'm mad about the choices I made. Yep. I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice a lot in order to not feel that way. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's something that I like, you know, I look at my parents and, I, you know, my, my they're stuck in their ways. But I, I told myself that I never, you know, and not trying to be disrespectful to my parents because that's all they know. But I never wanted to, you know, I wanted to better myself. Because mm-hmm. I saw how much they struggled. Yep. And um, and I, I thank God for where I'm at now in my life because I, you know, I, I'm i striving. I am an entrepreneur. Yeah, I am, you, you are. Know, I am. Yeah. I, I make money doing a lot of things that I do. And I'm very blessed and grateful. But I'm also blessed and grateful to be from such a place where I'm around millionaires all the time. Yeah. And what I've noticed and and let's let's clarify this. Millionaires have problems too. Everybody's got everybody. That, got that's problems. what I speak to. You know? That's what I speak to. Mine yeah. just happens to be a substance abuse. Mm-hmm. But everyone knows fucked up thinking. Everyone knows yeah. all the negative emotions. Yeah. No matter even pastors, they mm-hmm. don't say it, but they know shame. Yeah, they know remorse. Yeah. They make mistakes. Everyone but, does. And and that's and, and 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 for myself. And when I look at that, I'm like, okay. So even with your millions of dollars, I know it's you know. I'm not even gonna say any names, but you know, I know a few people that are doing really. I mean, they're great. They're like mm-hmm. they're they're successful in what they do. But for a 49 year old man to come up to me and be like, "Hey, Kevin, you know, can can I can I take you out? Mm-hmm. No, I'll take you out into yeah. whatever you want to share with me because there's there's something that you see in me mm-hmm. that like." that makes you want to talk yeah. about it and you know his, his struggles you know was you know i i believe in, in in god you know i i try to go to church but i just don't know why i'm not connecting yeah yeah you know and just because i'm 28 years old does not mean that i haven't experienced you know yes you're 40 yeah, yeah you have millions but there's something that you don't have that i have yeah and it, when when you're able to admit that and humble yourself and for, for me to just be able to sit down with a millionaire, dude, I, it's nothing to do about your money. Yeah. It has nothing to do about your status. Yeah. But I'm just grateful that you see something in me mm-hmm. to be like, hey, how do I get through this? You know? And 99.9% of the time, you have your, you know your own answers. Oh, absolutely. You're That's just, where meditation comes in. Yeah. We, intu- God, we intuitively know the right thing, yeah. the right answers. It's just like, listening. It's just listening to it. And, 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 you know, for me, that's what a lot of it is. You know, I, I'll may ask a question, you know, I'll ask a few questions. Um, 
And I, I, I love that about myself and how, how God has put that in my life, that I can look at something differently or ask you something differently to give you a different perspective on it, mm-hmm. you know, um, in, in all those different areas. So when I see those things and I look at that, I'm like, okay, that right there is success to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get paid for that. Yeah. But what I, I, the, the, what I got from that was the lesson the, mm-hmm. what I got from that was the experience on how to sit you know because it can be a little overwhelming mm-hmm. you know I'm 28 yeah. and um, not everybody everybody's like you don't know nothing I don't work I have never worked with anybody under 30 wow. I'm 29 yeah I, that's not who I want to work with yeah young people young people a lot of times you know they haven't gotten desperate enough a lot of the time Mm-mm. I want people who have been doing this for 15 years and been like, mm-hmm. fuck, dude. And, and because, because of my background, and I convey that mine, mine was this way, but if I can turn my life around from a junkie, you can turn your life around your weight loss. You, yeah. can, you can break through your marriage. Yeah. You can break through anything yeah. if I can do what I did. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't work with a lot of people in their 20s. Mm-hmm. People, you know, the, it's, it's the people who have been in their careers a long time who just want something different. And those are the people who are successful mm-hmm. in, in a breakthrough. Yeah. Those yeah. are the people who are successful. Young people, and I, I, I commend it, we're self-reliant. Mm-hmm. We, try to be, we try to be self-reliant. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time for a lot of people to realize, I need my community. Yeah. Especially, you know, you know culturally right now. Yeah. Everyone's, you know, self-made. I don't know, not one, not one person I look up to is self-made. Not one. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. But young people think I'm, you know, self-made. Mm-hmm. So, um... You know, dude, it's it's if you have if you have that heart, if you if you're living in your promise, whether you're 28, 29, or twenty five, people that resonates with everybody. Yeah. There's no age when people see that they're like, oh, he's got a light. Mm-hmm. I want some of that light. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how how old your your client is. It's a trip. It's yeah. a trip. But I even I, I didn't realize that until I, you started speaking. I was like, I, I don't think I've ever worked with anybody under thirty. Interesting. You know that. But but that's who I want. I want people who are ready. Yeah. I want people who are ready, yeah. bro. That's, yeah. You're they, not gonna waste any more time. No, dude. Yeah. No, because yeah. I know it doesn't work unless you're ready. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Like I said, it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer because you wish you know everybody could change their life. You know if you could just inspire you know mm-hmm. i wish i could just inspire but um desperation leads yeah. to ingenuity and people are willing to listen absolutely absolutely you know i i appreciate you coming on the show man yeah, and dude. really like taking the time and you know uh usually you know i have we we do all this other stuff but for for you guys to know we're um made podcast is shifting and you know uh multiple directions and the reason why I say multiple directions is because I'm now understanding the more and more that we begin to do these podcasts they're stories mm-hmm. you know but and it's yes it also is a learning tool but they're stories of people you know grinding and struggling but then also seeing the set the success and also being at a place of okay this is no longer about me it needs to we need to we yeah. need to share it with people yeah. and that's what I love about um, meeting with people and I don't I you know everybody's like Kevin you should post every week every week every yeah. week but my thing is, is that I'm just not gonna put anybody you mm-hmm. know what I mean on, on the show as you, you know do, as you progress in mm-hmm. this space and people see what you're doing mm-hmm. They they're gonna ask you yeah so right right now you're looking for people mm-hmm. you know but like with with hearts and minds like mm-hmm. 
people are asking me to be on that podcast yeah. and 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 there's there's a demand for it there's mm-hmm. a demand for it. and there's people like us who are mm-hmm. who are really tra- you know changing and as you continue to put out this content people mm-hmm. are going to be like I want to be on that. Yeah. You know, and it, and it gives other people a platform and it gives other people the chance to share their experience. Sure. You know, um, so it's, it's in the beginning, I didn't put mine out every, you know, a lot of mine out every week. Mm-hmm. And then the more you, you do this, you, do you start it. building. Yeah. And then you come and then it's, this is like a sermon. These mm-hmm. are like sermons mm-hmm. you come with a, every week. I have a theme for all the videos I make mm-hmm. for the podcast that I do mm-hmm. is it's, it's, you know what message? What am I meditating on? Yeah, and then it's what God, it's what I hear spoken into my yeah. life, and I just spend the week, you know, deep going deep on that topic. And the more you explore that, mm-hmm. the more content you're gonna want to put out. Yeah. You know, and so so it's gonna you're gonna get to the point where you're posting yeah. every week. You you're gonna get to the point you may post twice a week. Hey, come that, on, now. yeah, it's it's because then it, I'll be at that point where I'll be you know having four or five clients and you know being able to yeah, dude. But that's a promise for your life. You, are you really do you really truly in your heart believe you are are meant to make a, make a shift in people's lives? Absolutely. So so then there should there should be no doubt in your mind that you're that you're this is gonna happen for yeah. you. I believe that for you. Yeah. And I have to believe that for myself. Yeah. I have to yeah. it, and you know I've always known even as a junkie that I'm gonna be successful mm-hmm. there's no doubt and my, my mom always told me my family yeah. told me every my friends every teacher I ever had he has so much potential yeah now I'm living in it yeah so there's no oh, doubt dude. in my mind is yeah. nobody can tell me nothing but yeah. that's but that's kind of the delusion you have to live in to yeah. be successful yeah if, if people can speak it and say oh I don't know da, 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 if, if that is if there's any of that in you, mm-hmm. it may not, it's, you know, that there's no time for it. Mm-hmm. So you got to fucking believe this. This yeah. is going to kill it. Yeah. I'm going to kill it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift lives. I'm going to break through. You have to believe that that's how this entrepreneurship works. Yeah, dude, that's so good, man. Hey, guys, once again, thank you guys so much for listening to Made Podcast. Eric, real quickly, if you can just give us your IG uh, yeah, one more time and just so they know how to reach you and contact you, bro. Yeah. It's uh, Eric underscore Big Mood Coach. You can just DM me there. Um, also, you can email me at Eric Rias uh, at BigMoodCoach.com. Uh, my podcast, uh, one of my podcasts is Hearts Over Everything. That's uh, me and my, my closest friends just journeying through life, talking about, you know, abortion, talking about all the things that, that you know, are affecting everybody. Because if we believe, if we experience it, uh, so do others. And uh, Hearts and Minds Collective, uh, you, you want to hear about, you know, people really breaking through with other people more than just um, life coaching, more than just, uh, you know, spirituality. We're talking to, you know, people who are really breaking through, helping people heal. Uh, we all deserve healing. We all deserve it. It's, it's a right for us. It's not a it's not a luxury. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Once again, you're listening to Made Podcast. Also go and check us out at Made Podcast One on Instagram. Eric, thank you so much, Thanks, bro. Appreciate, appreciate you. It. And we will see you guys soon. You guys be blessed.